This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Welcome, 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 dear listeners, to another edition and episode of the Bold Women on the Move podcast. It's good. I'm excited to be in your space once again. Um, it's been a long journey. The journey still continues. Of course, it's Bold Women on the Move. We're always talking about migration story. We're always um, trying to analyze issues around um, migrant women, you know, moving from one country to the other. And then the last few months, I think about three, four months now, um, we started this uh, series and ep- uh, of podcasts in uh, March. We've been looking at I Am Rosemary. This is my story. Wow. It's um, an unfolding story. Each time I listen and listen, there are issues. So many issues. Family, relationship, love, economy, business, women empowerment, child care, disability issues, name it. There are so many things going on on this podcast, on this series of I Am Rosemary. I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to bore you with my own talk. Just sit back and as we go into episode six of I Am Rosemary. So what were you eating? You were breastfeeding your baby. What were you eating? It was one of the granddaughters. She noticed that, like, I wasn't cooking on her own. She would cook. Oh, I made food. She wouldn't allow the grandmother. No, I made food. And it's actually in excess. I brought this for you. And that's what I was eating. Sometimes, it's not sometimes, most times, my ex would join me. we eat the food together. Later on, the grandmother knew. Mm. And she told the, the granddaughter that if you ever give those people my food, I will lay a curse on you. When things got so bad, and should I say that the clothes I brought back from Europe for myself mm. and my were the ones my cousin gave me, her mm. own clothes that she has used that she gave me. Mm. Remember, I couldn't really do much work when I went there. So the clothes she gave me, has in her own clothes that she has worn that she gave me. And you know, her shoe size is bigger than mine. Mm. But I had to use her shoes. You don't have an idea. Imagine you being a uh, size 38 and somebody is of 40. And you're, you as a th- size 38, you're using a size 40 shoes. She was bigger than me in size. I had to reduce her clothes to wear. Mm. That was it. The clothes my son was wearing was what her child wore. And like she gave me. So when my son ran out of that size, he actually left with nothing. You um, mean every day nothing was coming because you had just come back, you have a baby. So we can't talk yeah. about you running around looking for business and no, all that. Like we couldn't afford bottled water. So I was drinking the water from the tap and it was making my child constantly ill. I couldn't leave him alone. Oh. I couldn't. Remember, I'd waited like four years after the first miscarriage to have the second mm. one. So it wasn't an option of just leaving this child. He was constantly ill. There was a, there was, there was a time for like six months, this mm. child, the color of the pool was light green. That shows a high level of infection but there was no money to even buy medication you know when this thing became so much i had to go cry out to my family your your dad and everyone that had i cried out even to my younger ones this is what is happening leave that came back from europe it's just a cover-up. Like, mm. this is what is happening. And you were doing so well. Your school, your work, you were working, no. you were comfortable before you went off, you know? My my siblings, if the ones that I am even 10 years older than, they were not working. They get tips from maybe doing things or like when um, a relative gives them something. My young, even my younger ones, let's even say my elder ones are okay. When I go and visit them, they'll just say, take this for transport. 
It brought tears to my eyes. My younger sister, mm. she had a child the same month as me in Africa then. And the father of the child was okay, like financially was okay. Do you know what she did? She couldn't go to him and like, give me money. I need to give my sister. He, he, he won't give her. The baby formula she the child was using, she would tell the, the father of the child that, you know, this child is actually eating so much. So one formula is not enough. We need to buy two. So instead of one, she was buying two. She would give the second one to me to feed my son. Mm-hmm. My sister, my elder sister, uh, she just started a business then. So she didn't really have much. So when she made daily sales from it, like in a week, she would give me some of it. Mm-hmm. And also when she makes like sauce, she would take some of it, give it to me for me to take back home. Mm-hmm. But you know the painful thing when i brought these things home to me what i am thinking with a pride as an african man where did you get these things from this man will be like oh you bought you bought a baby formula ah thank god for wives like you that was where like i felt you are in the wrong place what about if i had gone to sell myself to sleep around to get money from other men. Like this man did not care. Mm. He didn't care. He would just eat and that's it. Like maybe I was expecting so much of him. You know, I told you about my dad when we lost everything. Mm. You know, at a point, my my mom was selling off her clothes Mm. and she would give it to my elder sister to go and buy food. But she would say, don't tell your father the money came through me. Tell your father your friend gave it to you. Because my father will question it as soon as you step into that house with that food. My father will question it. Where did you get it from? Mm. Maybe I was expecting such from my ex Mm. but this man will eat without asking me. Okay, what about if I was sleeping around to bring food home. It didn't really matter, does it? When my child got to like, it was still less than a year, but he was getting better. Obviously, he was malnourished and that's why he was constantly falling sick. But Mm. when my siblings started helping, then I went job hunting. I got a job. Remember the place we were staying with was was a very local area. I couldn't get Mm -hmm. a job there. So I went further into the city I got a job, but you know what? I still had to leave, take my son with me. I'll leave home latest 5.30. The days I leave home, I have to struggle. 5.30 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, with my son tight on my back. I was teaching in a very big school, a posh school. I would tap my son on my back, go straight to the childminder, I dropped my son off there. But you know, you know something to date, I still find it difficult to forgive myself for. When I drop this child there, Mm. he will cry. Mm. Like, once again, he will start crying. And throughout my. Not like a daycare center or what? Yeah, the daycare center that was owned by a church. Yeah. Was it close like, to your place, your office, your school where you teach? Yeah, yeah, yes. I had to still take a bike from there to my school. It's like I could walk, but I would be late. Like, so I had to take a bike. So, you know, that piercing sound of a child crying. Mm. I'll hear it all day. Now, don't even go there and say, oh, you're being sentimental, you know, first child. No. You know, the lady will tell me, that madam you know since you left to you you're back now this child has been crying Mm-mm. the only time he stopped crying was when i put him on my back rock him to sleep that is the only time he's not crying wow. you're trying to feed him he's crying you're changing his diapers is crying you like because there are other little children there too you're like trying to it's, it's a church, so sometimes they're like singing with the children. This child is crying. 
So it's either the proprietor is carrying him or the like the aunties, the nannies are carrying him. Like it's not that he's pressure so so that he doesn't cry and other parents coming in will start complaining and take withdraw their children. So they just carry him to carry calm him down. But this went on for months. Mm. I lost my job there. You lost it? Because my sister was working there. Mm. And their law is that two siblings cannot work in the same place. We don't have the same last name because I was obviously married and had mm-hmm. another last name. Yeah. So we kept pretending like we didn't know each other. till somebody that knew both of us went to tell the head teacher that, hey, these guys are related. Yeah. And she was like, one of you have to go. Obviously, my sister was there before me, so I left. Wow. I left. I didn't give up. I still got another job around that area. It was a one-man business. She was just trying to start a daycare, stroke school. You know, I worked for this woman for three months, and I didn't get paid. I finally I left on my own. I left the second job of my own. Now, um, with the little money I got from all this job, I went to my brother-in-law. I pleaded with him that I needed to loan some money because I wanted to get an apartment. And that's how we moved to a flat, like away from a bit into the city. Yeah, and um, should I say fortunately or unfortunately, I got pregnant again. And before I proceed with that, there's something. Sorry, I initially, I was like, I'm not going to mention names. I'm not going to be precise. But I'm going to say this in case somebody later wants to debunk what I'm saying. I want to be specific. I'm not going to mention names, but I'm going to be specific right now. Okay. There's somebody in my ex's family, my mother-in-law. She's a very wonderful woman that even my own mother is scared of my mother-in-law. My own mother is scared of my mother-in-law. Wow. You see, <laughs> when my mother-in-law is coming to visit, my blood pressure goes up. Even the people on my street, they know my mother-in-law. When my mother-in-law is shouting at me or my ex, the mm. people on the street will hear her voice. I will say this, yes. In my local language, they say, you cannot kill a man and kill the words in his mouth. I will say this. Mm. My mother-in-law, from the bus stop, will start cursing. Mm -mm. Let me give you an example. Except I am not the one that gave birth to you. Except you did not suckle from these breasts. Things like that. Mm. Things like that. At first, I was giving her the respect. You know, your mother-in-law. Mm. I was giving her the respect. I won't talk. I'll go inside. <laughs> All right. So, um, my mother-in-law, like such words... Except I didn't carry you in my womb. Except you didn't suckle from this breast. I talk to you and you don't listen to me. Let us see what will happen to you. Things like that. So there was this day, like, I couldn't take it anymore. And I'm like, Mama, why are you doing this? Mm. I know he's your son. It's okay for you to say what you want to say. But do you realize that what you're saying, you're actually laying courses. And the, the, the thing is that I am his wife. 
So when you're cursing him, you're also cursing me. Like, what is this you are doing? How can you be doing that to your son? The next thing my mother said, my mother in law said, started faking this cry. Ah, so you two can talk to me. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. You can look at me in my eyes and talk to me. It's not your fault. Uh-huh. So you two, of all people, you can talk to me. Okay, okay. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. I will not come here again. You two, you are talking like... It was now my turn to go on my knees and start begging. Mm. This is not what I meant. I'm just saying, please stop cursing. Stop cursing. But anyway, that was it. That was the last time I ever opened my mouth to say anything. That was it. That was it. So... I got pregnant. I couldn't go to work again. I had a little child. I was pregnant. Oh, you got another job after the the one you lost initially. You know, when I came, when I returned to Africa. Yeah, you say you were teaching and in the same school with your sister. The second one, they didn't pay me for three months. Though the lady later paid, but it took almost a year for her to pay again. So, but um, I couldn't go back to another job because I used the savings I had with me and with the one I learned from my brother-in-law to, to get a place. And I got pregnant. And I, I started spotting. So I couldn't really... The doctor well, told mm, like, I was going to lose the child. Be on bed so, rest, okay? Yeah. So um, I couldn't do anything. You know, at a point I called him. I said, this is not working. This is not working. Hmm. Like, so one, all the while you came back, yeah. before you left, since you had married, you've yeah. had businesses that you had done, you made several attempts, you've done a good job, and then the money was invested in a business by your ex. And now you came back again, still nothing promised or past. This is you having done two different jobs after you've come back, uh, in spite that you have a baby that you're taking care of and all the challenges, yet no financial support as expected from your ex. I was always playing those type of promises. You know, uh, we are are going to hit it big. You know, uh, we have just put in the contract. When the money comes out, you will be shocked. I will spoil you. I will buy things for you. You know, you will go on vacation anywhere you want to go. You will dress. You will go like... I, I will spoil you. I, like the clothes you have, you will not be able to have room to, you know, such, such words. That was I kept, I kept hearing. Such words. Mm. Such words. Wow. Even till dates. Yeah, till date. The business started with my money. When you ask him, what are you doing? He will tell you, we have a business. You know, our business, we we have connection in Dubai. We have connection. He will call big names of people. You know, we know these people. We know, you know all these people. And you can't even feed yourself. We know this. He will call names. I'm telling you, he will call names of people in the industry, in the section where, where he does the business, the area, like the business is affiliated to a particular industry, sector in the industry. He will call big names, ministers. You know, we, we interviewed this minister. He knows us. He, he has our business card. You know this minister. You call people home and abroad, but you cannot pay your rent. 
You cannot pay your rent. You still go about borrowing money till date. How did I know? People like, I'm not there. I, I, I left Africa. But a couple of times on Facebook, people, like in all this, Mm. I didn't come. I, I don't want us to jump forward. Sorry to yeah, cut yeah, you. Yeah, I don't want somebody us to jump like, Yeah, somebody would be like, "How? How do you? How do you know you are in Europe? And how do you know like the business is not doing well?" Yeah, that's why I'm saying that. People have come to my DM on Facebook to fight, to fight me. They they told me like, "You are not being fair." You are not caring for your husband. I saw him yesterday. Honestly, he looked, he was dressed like so shabby. Like I couldn't recognize him. Like he was looking so unkempt. But you are there in Europe. Can't you send him clothes or even assist him? I don't see anything. And when sometimes people like insult me. But anyways, I just kept blocking them or deleting. I don't say nothing. I don't say nothing. I don't. I don't say. I don't respond. If you, if they keep sending me such messages, I just block them, or I just, if it is like a one off, I just, I just delete the messages and pretend I didn't see it. At least you can accuse me for something I didn't see. Mm. Well, anyways, back to that. So um, when I got pregnant and you know we we paid for two years there where we moved to so the issue of rent did not come up for a while so we're managing little yeah money came in to like we could feed Mm. At least we could feed then to the business. Yeah, to be fair, we could feed. Yeah. So um, he came up again. No, I brought the issue up like, I am tired. This thing is not working. It's like we don't have same dreams. Mm. We don't have same plans. I'm telling you the truth. I, I started it. And I said, I'm sorry, I don't want to do this anymore. Hmm. I don't want to. You finally spoke out. I cannot. I, like, I don't know what is wrong. It's like my life has no meaning. Like, I'm losing it. Psychologically, I'm losing it. I don't, I, I don't, I, like, it's difficult to explain. I'm, I'm not myself. I, I, like, I can't explain things. I, I don't, I, like, I, I've, I've not made any progress as far as I'm concerned. Like, I can't continue like this. I don't want to live a life that at the end of the day, I start biting my finger. I wish I'd done this. I wish I'd done better. Like, I can't do this anymore. Then he, he was like, you know, we can actually relocate. I was like, to where? Then he brought it up and like, you know, you've actually traveled to, to uh, Europe twice. Yes.
So when I got pregnant for my second child, he said, you know, I think the problem we are having is because of uh, location. You know, you um, and I am also, you know, I told you, I never want any of my children to be born in Africa. There we go again. Mm. So I'm like, oh, what's your plan? It's like, you have to travel. To where? Hey, maybe you go and meet that your cousin that you stayed with the first time. I said, never. Never. <laughs> the same cousin that cried. My cousin, even when I, she took me to the airport, she knelt down there. Please, please don't go. I, I went back to Africa. The same cousin, I said, never. My sister I refused. I said, never. This is not even, don't even go there. <laughs> One month, two months, three months, five, six months into pregnancy. I could not even pay for Antinata. Six months. Yeah, five, okay. six months. I could not pay for Antinata. The few times I managed to go, we were owing the hospital. And the hospital was the hospital my my sister, elder sister, had all her kids. So, like, it was the grace of my elder sister that was covering me. I was owing the doctor. Where you feel you're not safe. Where you feel that 
your life is in danger. Have you ever had this feeling of death so close? Now, have you ever been in a situation that is difficult to explain by words? Like, like no dictionary words put together can explain your story. At the time I decided to leave, destination unknown. He got me a ticket. For- Those other two times that you traveled out, um, yeah. aside the two times you went to Europe, was that was it to Europe? You went to other parts of the yeah, world? Yeah, yeah, I went to Europe. So you other parts to of Europe, Europe about four times to different parts yeah. of Europe? So when I finally left, it was the fifth time. Yes, yeah. so when I decided to leave, I usually when somebody's like, I'm traveling, the question any person will ask is where to? I didn't have a destination. My my ticket read a particular country. Because if you ask him today, he will say, oh, but she had a ticket for a country. Now the question is, do you know anybody in that country? No. And can I shock you? That was the first time in that country. I'd never been there before. So it's not like a con- one of the countries I used to go to before and be like, okay, you were here before, you saw some Africans, you know, if you go to this city, you can get help from some Africans. No, nothing at all. That was the first time I was going. So when I left, I'll give the value of the money I left with in the present uh the present I left with the value of a little less than a hundred dollars or let's just leave it at a hundred dollars <laughs> I left with few clothes why I was pregnant the clothes I had before they didn't fit I left with few clothes for my son. Thank goodness you were able to take your son and you decided not to leave him behind. That's one of the best decisions of your life. You know the good thing, like, at that time, children were still allowed to travel in their uh, parents, like, Children were still included in their parents' passport. Oh, were they? It was a year after I left that they stopped it. If not, I wouldn't have been able to take my son. Mm. And if I had not been able to take my son at that point, I wouldn't have gone anywhere. Never. Mm. Never. I left... I left. I left. Was that the final leaving? Yeah. Before Mm. I left, I called my cousin, the one that helped me. I had to, like, go to a cyber cafe to call so that she wouldn't know the number. When, she, when I called, I started with pleading. I started with pleading so that she doesn't cut off. I started begging her, mm. that, please, this is the situation, but I'm ready to go. So like, sorry, I cannot help you. Except you find your way into... You have to find your way into where I am right now. Mm. Mm. I cannot help you. And can I say this? You Mm. see the place I gave birth to my son. When I was about leaving the country then, Mm. they stamped my passport. In other words, they destroyed my passport. Did they? Why? No, not destroy, like physically destroying. They stamped my passport, meaning my my visa read no recourse to public funds. 
Yeah. But I did use public funds when I gave birth. Oh, okay. So uh, my passport was burned. In other words, it was destroyed. That's, yeah. So I couldn't go back. Technically, so it's your visa, back, though, not your passport, you know? Um, if you take that same passport, <laughs> they will bounce you. Mm. Yeah. These embassies, they they know. There's a code they use. They know. Mm. They know. But the good so thing what I'm is, saying is that, um, not your passport, as in not your person, but that maybe yeah, your entry yeah. into that country, you could still use your passport to enter into another yeah. country, but that entry into that particular country. No, my, my sister. Let me tell you. Let me tell you the truth. No, no, no. Let me tell you why. Yeah. So. You see Africans declare missing passport. It's not because their passport is missing. No. Hmm. When you are stamped like that, it carries a special code. Now, if you take that passport to another embassy, they know. Hmm. They know you had deported from where you're coming from. So you won't get in another place. That's what, that's what I meant by that passport was bought. Hmm. They know. A lot of Africans that have been denied, they're like, oh, I traveled to this place. I traveled to the U.S. I went to Canada, a Canadian embassy. I applied. They didn't give me. You are defaulted. They know. They mm. won't tell you. You keep carrying that dead passport from one place to the other. And they keep denying you. You think it's your village people. No. You are carrying your death sentence in your hand. You don't know. Mm. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, if you if you're lucky enough to get anybody that works in an embassy, ask this question. Mm. But anyways, the good thing was that I had multiple visa for other countries, so I would like it had not expired, so I was okay. So when I left, I had it was other visas on my passport that I used in leaving. Yeah, so when I called my cousin, she was like, "Sorry, I can't help you." Mm. But if you're able to get to this country, I've got friends there that can help you. Mm. I was like, okay, remember the ticket I have. It's not the country my cousin is talking about. It's a different one. The country, uh, the ticket I got, the country, I do not know anybody there. Anyway, I left. Mm. I left. I arrived there the second day. Yeah, morning. Yeah, and I walked boldly to the counter to buy a ticket to go to where my cousin said I could get help. The ticket was, um, okay, let's say, you know, I have um, like the equivalent of the present day $100. Yeah, so you said, yeah. The amount of, the price of the ticket was about a hundred and thirty dollars. Wow. My sister, I walked from one terminal. They had like four terminals. I went from one terminal to the other, to the uh -huh. other, the same thing. Wow. One of the ladies now saw the way I was stressed out. She said, you know what? If you can buy it online, it's cheaper. I'm like, okay, mm. thank you. Mm. I don't, you know, I didn't have a mobile phone. I did not have a credit card or a debit card. I had cash. Mm. Now, how will I buy it online? Online, since you don't have a card. Remember, when I left... Okay, let me not make the story too long. Mm -hmm. Now, um, 
I started walking around in the airport. I stopped almost every dark colored skin person I saw. Please, I am traveling. I need to buy a ticket to my final destination. I have cash. Can I give you the money? Can you buy a ticket for me? Oh, no, sorry. Oh, no, sorry. Oh, no, sorry. Oh, no, sorry. But thank God I didn't. I'll tell you later uh, why. Oh, no, sorry. Oh, no, sorry. Oh, no, sorry. Oh, you were willing to pay them cash so that they use their car. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. Use their car. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It was very everybody... wary of even doing that for someone, you know? So everybody turned me down. Mm. We, we got there like about noon that day. You know, from that time till 8 p.m., I was still walking around. Mm. Now, my son had been crying. Mm. He had not eaten. Um, I had about $100. Should I go buy food? What, what can I do? Like, I was in the airport. If you're going to buy food, you know, usually at the airport, it's more expensive. Yeah. If I take uh, one cent out of that money, remember I was shut off the amount they were asking for. If I take a cent more, we can't still proceed. So I have this, um, it's like, Children, like a formula. Mm. Yeah. Children. But I went to go buy water <laughs> and half a liter of water. It was like $3. Was that no tap water? Why are you buying water? <laughs> no tap water. So you know what I did? I went to the women area. You know where you usually wash hands? Mm. I went there to get water. I drank and I made like the a meal for my son. Mm. Immediately he he drank that, he slept off. Wow. It dawned on me that I was pregnant. Wow. <laughs> my legs were swollen. I said they're having cramps. You should have been about, that would be about six, seven months now, pregnant. Yeah, six months plus. Mm. So um, I sat down. First, I was sitting down on a chair. Well, my sister, the cramps were so much. Wow. You know, I, I took a fleece, like a blanket, a small blanket with me when I left Africa. So... Uh, I sat down on the floor. I had to sit down on the floor. I carried my son. Mm. I was pregnant. My tummy was really protruding. I had to carry my son and use that small fleece blanket to cover my son. Uh, we slept in that position till the next morning. Mm. The next morning, I quickly ran off to the toilet, cleaned up my son, like, uh, drank some water, took some... I, we were drinking from the toilet. That's water. Yeah, that wash handball from the toilet. Mm. Made some money for my son, thinking, like... I, no, I was so positive, like, today I'm going to get the ticket cheaper. Mm. I got very good. It was higher than the previous day. Wow. The first day was about $130. The second day was about 150 Mm. To cut a long story short, to cut a long story short, I was stranded at the airport for 12 days. 12 days. My goodness. What were you eating? You were pregnant. So, what were you eating? Water from the toilet. For 12 days? Yeah. Ooh. I took a few, like, I, I bought, um, like, the list of the food was, like, about 10, 10, 
Here you are trying to save the money to get a train to where to your destination. What once or twice or three times, I can't remember. I took money, I bought like sandwich, which was about four dollars something for I and my son, and I also gave my son the formula. So yeah, I'll say this. At a point, my son we walk up to you know when people are traveling they buy stuff to eat they sit down waiting for their flight they eat at a point while i was lost in my thoughts my son went to the person on the next seat i was begging for food mm. was begging the person what the 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 couple it was a couple what they were eating when I turned, I saw my son. I was like, I called his name. Come here. Mm. How old was he at that time? It was less than two years. Mm. And he was saying, eat, eat. Like, you know, like, uh, he had so many vocabularies at his age. So he could be like, food, eat. Not like a very long sentence, but he could express himself when he's hungry, when he needs the toilet, things like that. Mm. So the couple was like, no, don't worry, don't worry. It's okay. Is it okay for him? We we have a spare burger here. Can we give it to him? I was like, yeah. So mm. they, gave him, they gave him some fruits. My son was already constipated. So we're just drinking water and eating formula. Mm. So the it was an orange, some oranges. It helped because for the first time after three, four days, my son uh pulled. So anyways, we're there. My sister. My ticket was meant for one week. It had expired. But even if my ticket had not expired, you know, at that point in my life, I I could reflect. Mm. First time in, in years, I was free from noises. I could think about my life. I remembered what people told me. I remember the lies this man had made me to believe. Mm. Like, it was like the chumps fell out of my eyes. And I asked myself, how did you get here? Mm. How did you get here? And I made up my mind. If, is this, if this is the end, so let it be. Well, as for going back, I would never do it. Mm. It was more profitable, if that is the word, for me to lose my life there in a strange land. Mm. 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 For me to go back. Already at that point. Already at that point, the child in my tummy has stopped moving. Wow. Stop moving. I said, God, if this is it, so let it be. Now, on the last day of me staying at the airport, I don't know if you're going to call it a prayer. Hmm. I don't know if it's complaint. I don't know if it's a request. I I sat down, as I sat down on the floor, tears said, God, mm. please forgive me. I don't know how I got into this. Mm. But if indeed you're a merciful God, mm. God, please help me. Mm. God, please help me. God, please help me. Mm. If, mm. Indeed, mm. if indeed Jesus came to die for me, please help me. Mm. Mm. Please help me. Please help me. 
Wow. That's, that's, I couldn't, I couldn't say anything else. 12 solid just, days without proper food and you were pregnant? I just kept saying, God, please help me. God, mm. please help me. Mm. God, please help me. Mm. I proceed. Out of that money, I made some calls to my siblings. Mm. Out of all my siblings, even my parents, only one of my siblings knew that I left. Mm. My siblings would have told me. They'd be like, how, how, why are you going into the unknown? Mm. They would have begged me to stay. But something mm. had to change. See, it is not the number of years you live on earth. Mm. Mm. It is no. Mm. Wow. It is what you do. The short time you stay that matters. Mm. The life you live, the short time you live, that matters. Mm. So when I was living, it was only my younger brother that knew. When I got there after some days while I was stranded, I called my siblings. They were like, please come back. I said, forget it. Mm. I just want you people to know. I told them the name of the place. I said, forget it. I am not. Do you know anybody in Europe where I can or who I can call out to? Mm. Instead of calling people, nobody was welcome. One of our pastor friends, he now called. They called him. He said, oh, there is this man that came from one, one place in Europe. Uh, like, we prayed together and we became friends. Let me call him to ask if he can help. He called the man and the man said, call me. They gave me the man's number. All this, the money, the $100 I had was reducing. Hmm. I called the man. The man asked me, where are you? I told him. He said, oh, that is closer to Africa than where I am. Wow, I'm look at my head rising. <laughs> I'm having goosebumps. He said, sorry, oh, I cannot God. help you. I cannot oh. help you. But if you can... By chance, find your way to where I am. Mm. I'm willing to help you. Mm. Back to square one. Again. So and that's you nice. your money, you know. Wow, wow. What a story. Wow. More revelation about the life of Rosemary. Well, we have to put a pause here and then we'll be back next week um, with the con continuation and the final, final part of I am Rosemary. This is my story. Till we come your way again, it is bye for now. <laughs>